the New York. I'm worried I'm going to um, start running out of songs, but we're back. I'm Devin. Pat, what's going on, man? Um, not too much, man. You just absolutely nailed that. I think you just Ooh. you just you just found a keeper. You know what it is? It's a it's a it's it's a doe. It's a, de- a deer. Deer. Yeah, it's a yep, doe. It's yeah, a deer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on? Got nothing for you. Uh, we have a great show uh, as always. Uh, we'll talk about Exile Island, uh, eavesdropping, mm. and some chickens uh, as well as a blind side. But first. Off of some conversation last week, Pat. If you lose, or once you find a hidden immunity idol, it is yours unless you physically give it to someone. So it doesn't matter if you lose it. Doesn't matter if you hide it in the sand and the tide takes it away. So my first question for you is: Shouldn't you lose it if you lose it? Y- yeah, I mean, it took me a while to wrap my head around that, but yeah, I feel like. I mean, it, wait, actually, no, I, I need some clarification here. If it goes out to the tide, you can just say, like, well, I had one, or you need to recover it? Yeah. Uh, I had the article uh, pulled up one sec. The, um, that is what I said. So uh, reading a Q&A from Mr. Jeff Probst, he... Bless him. <laughs> bless him. This is going to be great, uh, great podcasting. I can't find it. Uh, I believe that is what he said. I will. I will. Uh, I will research that in the break. But yeah. um, I, I do believe that is what he said. Uh, so I, I don't know what happens though. I don't think we've ever seen someone lose it, or I, I can't remember. No, no, no. So I've, just I've never under seen that premise, if you lose it, you should lose it, right? Yes, absolutely. You know, it's part of your responsibility to keep a hold of the damn thing. You know, yeah, I, I feel I, like that I should think, be part of the danger. Yeah, I think that if somebody you know steals it from you or you know, maybe if you hide it in the, the gray areas there, if you hide it and somebody else finds it, whose is it? That would be, a, I could go either way on that one, but I could see that being, you know, you you, don't, you can't just steal shit from people's bags. Like, yeah, you should be able mayhem. to steal it. Yeah, but, absolutely. But what about, like, the finder's keepers? Because you got to put it in a place where, you know, what if what if somebody was just walking along the beach and was like, that sand looks like somebody messed with it? The whole thing yeah. is right there. If it's not on your person or your belongings... I think that you should be able to take it if you find it somewhere, because then you're just finding it out in the in the wild. Yeah, you know, I I agree with you. I I completely agree with you. Which, um, you know, I I I don't think I, I would be pretty upset if somebody had that had had that like found an idol and then had it taken away from them at tribal because somebody else had previously found it and then hit it. That would really bother me. Oh yeah, that would sink. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was gonna you say. Know, I, I thought I, you were going somewhere else with that. No, I mean, well, truthfully, I was taking the Michael Scott approach and just starting a sentence without a place to land it. But you know, I, I, that would be really disingenuous to the game, in my opinion. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, because I think more people would keep it on them in some way, shape, or form if, if, if they lost it, it was it was gone. So just like right. sort of the risk that is inherent with that more than not wanting people to steal it because whatever uh, yeah. but anyway you stuck the landing so i think that's enough on on that um the other thing that we didn't touch on, or we touched on last week but left us on a bit of a cliffhanger is keith going does does jesus weigh in on that decision what's happening uh he goes to exile island and reem uh who was having a really difficult time seems to be happy to see keith the thing that irked me about that encounter was 
or, or her um, her confessional was that now she wants to be a mother, or now she feels like she has to be a mother. When previously she told him to go pound sand when he was like, I see you as a mother figure. She, uh, he comes in, she gives a confessional and says, I'm so happy to see him. I would have gone home if he weren't here, but now I feel like I need to be a motherly figure for him. Pick a lane, Reem. You know what? I'm actually, I'm not team Reem here, but it jacks me up that that is what Extinction Island can do to somebody's resolve in just three days. And I'm excited to see how long these people can last on this island and what it does to their psyche. You know, they signed up for the show and no one's going to die. So I can, you know, nothing too bad is going to happen, hopefully. You know, I don't think there's been long-term right. studies done on what Survivors does to your psyche. But no one's, no one, nothing really bad is going to happen. So I like seeing people push to the edge. And it seems like Reem, in three days kind of lost a lot of that steam. All she's been doing is reflecting on her going home first. Could I have done this? Could I have done that? I mean, just oh, yeah. seeing a familiar face, knowing that, you know, you're not just out there alone. I mean, it, if anything, it's like something new might happen now that somebody else is here. Uh, right. And obviously so, it did with the food. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, right, the food, yeah. Bream <laughs> uh, was really, really upset that her literal 24 hours of laying on a beach was going to be interrupted that's that's a schedule she really wanted to stick to but now she's got to climb the damn stairs every day i get it i know she's exhausted she's dehydrated but you know what i i i I wrote it down and like i know it's not possible after watching reem go hunt for that food but i kind of hope in like my twisted survivor fantasy that reem has been doing fine on this island he's killing fish every day got a whole bunch of coconuts and she just has a secret stash somewhere and she's going off and she's plucking away getting her nutrients and then making it seem really bad for everybody else so that they eventually just give up and want to go home meanwhile she's got this unbreakable resolve um i don't think that that is the case i just really want it to be i only heard a little bit of that because i was like imagining like a rocky four type montage of her just like doing one-arm push-ups and like catching fish and just eating them raw <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah yeah that, that would be cool I, I i guess i don't really see it happening but what i do sort of see happening is both of them completely being dejected when they see chris come through next because he chose to go to extinction island after he was voted out and i just think any way you really shake it he's they're gonna look at him as just like such a threat that it's like does yeah. it even matter like i'm gonna wither keith is gonna be a toothpick by the time more of a toothpick uh by the time they're coming to a challenge which i'm sort of assuming is if that's what happens is gonna be right before a merge so you still have what is it, like four or five weeks left yeah uh, yeah 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 i mean we have uh we're gonna we're, we're at 15 left in the show and you got to think that there's no way they're gonna do a merge uh, before 12 so you got at least three more people with the potential to join that island and yeah i or just three more weeks for them to get weaker and chris to not get as weak because he's fucking jacked yeah and he could actually maybe go out and catch some food and run that scenario that i was running through that's obviously more likely to happen and i'd love to see that happen because that's a little homage to my boy ozzy who just at one point gave up on the social game and just started having f- big old fish feasts just for himself to try and win immunity challenges i remember uh, that that was great yes uh, biggest robbery in survivor history no disrespect to yule but that's a tangent um so uh speaking of people who didn't really have a social game um <laughs> during tribe life we saw 
Victoria and Ron speaking about uh, kind of what we were talking about last week there, sort of hatred for the returning players. It's not it's not yeah. their game, it's our time, all of that. And she was saying, and it's interesting because they seem to be sort of a package deal. Uh, the only problem with that, and I don't disagree with her assessment, is that Joe was literally right behind her, which is like, if there's a survivor drinking game, like that should be like finish the bottle of liquor because it's it's happened a few times, and it is always just like candy to me. It's 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 a moment that doesn't happen every season, but when it does happen, I just I live for it. And I I guess I felt like the show could, rare moment where I was like the the show could have emphasized exactly what had happened a little bit more um, because I don't remember confessional right after that, but uh, your thoughts on Victoria? Yeah. Uh, being numb to Joe's presence. Yeah, take a peek. Take a peek. You know, it's it, there's there's not much you need to pay attention to out here, and the location of the other people on your tribe is on the short list. It it wasn't like he was. How does he get that close without you knowing? I mean, is it right, that, that windy out there? Like what? Like did he did did the tide sweep you guys closer? Like how did this happen? You do tend to drift when you're in the water and and the tides coming across. And also, waves could be loud, but truly part of me thinks that he must have, like, tried to sneak out there a little bit. Or, like, if not, like, so overtly that he was crawling, just, like, sort of walking and and making sure that he was, like, behind, like, not directly in their line of vision or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was so perfect. It doesn't hurt his game, but it really kind of makes me, like, Ron had visibility to this, and they were talking... Presumably the Joe line didn't come out of nowhere. You know, it wasn't like she just hard pivoted to Joe and he didn't have time to be like, oh, he's behind you. Like, right. He could have said like, yeah, I mean, oh man, don't get me started on Ron Clark. I might need to have a a separate podcast just midweek one about him. (laughs) But uh, maybe that would be pretty savage. He's like, let other people self-destruct is not a bad move. I don't think it's a huge move for Victoria. It was just, oh man, it makes me cringe just thinking about it. It's, I mean... Yeah, like, she, she, people are going to make mistakes, and I don't know how much you want to pin that on her, but, like, I was so, like, it's really because the only the only place she could, like, really come from last week was sort of down. I thought she looked really good last week. Um, so to have, like, a silly moment like that, I was like, oh, come on, yeah, please be it, good. You seem like you're good. Right, yeah. And the, the, the one thing that I want to pivot to off of this, too, is I think Joe handled this perfectly. Uh, he... Oh immediately you know it's like hey what are we like and then like she didn't really have anything to say and he's like you know he could have been a complete ass about the situation like confronted her really heavy-handed and instead he said look we know that this is the perception and then made a plea for them to work with us and say look there's a value to having us in the game x y and z at least get him thinking about something else then he rolls over aubrey and then they start scheming but i i think joe handled this just about perfectly and i'm I'm hoping it's a glimpse into a social game that we haven't seen from him before. Yeah, really, really shooting holes in my sail, man. The whole uh, the whole Joe sucks at the social game didn't didn't shine through there. Yeah, he played that he played that well. I thought that was good and also cool to see um, Joe and Aubrey just like wanting to work together because um, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely different than what's happening on the other tribe. Um, so I, I thought it was cool for them to work together. I think Joe could obviously be. A massive ally for her, obviously, if they right. get past the merge as well. Um, and I think she, well, I think she probably has the upper hand in that relationship. But that was, uh, it was good to see. Um, and Aubrey, a return to form this episode, um, 
which she desperately needed after uh, after last week. She she found the idol and uh, was quite emotional about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I ripped into Aubrey pretty pretty hard last week, and I mean, I think she showed us what she was all about this week in a lot of different ways. I think this is one of her better episodes, coming off one of her worst. Uh, and finding that idol, you know, there's it was made clear to us last year. Um, that it's an enormously small percentage of idols are found uh, by women in this show, and so right. I think that Aubrey wore that. Um, you know, she she was very proud of herself for that, and I thought it was a very sweet moment when she you know she said, I believe she said, "I'm so proud of myself." Or you know, she had a a really you know it was a big moment for her, and it was it was special to see. Yeah, um, and I and she did it when she needed it. It was just a clutch play. It was just totally. clutch. I get up for those too because like every other like. It, it's just an awesome time to like show emotion because every other time you're like at tribal and like it's probably a bad look to be like yeah fuck you like yeah like you know what I mean like really celebrate right. it so I appreciate those I appreciate the the show of emotion on that that was that was good uh, and just like you alluded to it but last season we heard all too much about how little and few women have uh, found idols so we're two for two this season with the ladies finding them Wentworth found one on previous seasons so I'm I'm happy that that narrative is is getting shot down as, yeah as well as much as as the Joe social game narrative is getting shut down right yeah a <laughs> lot of lot of a uh, lot of reframing of how we're thinking about this show it's you know season 39 38 whatever it is 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 still keeping it fresh man they and also some of these challenges like I know we don't spend too much time on this show talking about these challenges they're just getting amazing they're having yeah, to do everything. About that, that one this week, that, that was a good challenge. They had to build a wheelbarrow, um, push it in, and then make that, uh, uh, oh, take oh, get the puzzle pieces, all that stuff. Uh, and the puzzle seemed to be really difficult as well. Yeah. Didn't they have to use a, do a, a slingshot? Out of, like, turn the wheelbarrow into a slingshot as well? And then they oh, do the, that's right. That's right. Know, it, that's how they got the puzzle pieces. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're... They're just like coming up with these crazy, crazy things, and then the um, the pulling of the um, the boat with like the four harnesses and the swimming. You know, I've never seen mm-hmm. that before either. Um, oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and yeah. Wendy looked like a freaking motor out there, man. You know what? I week by week, I'm becoming more and more of a Wendy fan, um, and. You know, I, no one really, no one picked her in our whole, our whole, uh, our whole like a uh, you know fantasy tribe tournament on their top five. We all might have misjudged her because she had a hurt ankle and she was not a liability in any respect in that challenge. And then found herself out of the voting discussion when she seemingly was the the, the first option going into that immunity challenge. Uh, so I thought she had a really really good episode. Yeah, you're not giving it to her. No, no. <laughs> she wanted she, she she okay. She got hurt, which uh, not her fault. But let's if we're making a pro con list of how she performed in the episode, I don't know. Don't get hurt. Uh, the second thing is she wanted to get rid of the chickens after they won, mm-hmm. which we've seen before. And uh, their Ty and his tribe kept a chicken alive for an entire season. And then he got that sea of money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Wendy, and, and I can understand reasons for wanting to obviously keep the chicken alive, not the chicken, both like for personal values as well as eggs are good too. Um, she's not a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. And it was such a simple point, but mm-hmm. that kind of drove me nuts. 
Why? That she just had a problem with like uh, being the executioner, basically? Then don't be the executioner. Then don't be within a football field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was, I don't know. And like stealing the flint. Come on. Yeah, that was a little When childish. does a move like that ever sort of like pay off for somebody? I, I wouldn't say it paid off, but um, right. I mean, she didn't go home. I, I don't. I don't know if that was a payoff. I'm not giving her credit for being a genius gameplay. I just. I, I. I'm just a Wendy fan, and I think we finally, after now our third season, we've kind of aligned with our takes on most people. I think we finally found ourselves another tie. Just someone who I love that you despise, and I'm. I'm glad we found. Her. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, we for found sure. Her. Do you know she wants to go by Big Wendy on the show and she wears a necklace that says Big Wendy and Jeff <laughs> refuses to call her Big Wendy? That just makes me love her more, man. That just makes it's, me love her more. It's not a great look. Uh, uh, this is talking about reading just way too much into something. Not yeah. a great look for Jeff to, you know, assuming he's the arbiter on all of this. Not a great look for Jeff to just openly call someone the war dog and not call the girl... Big Wendy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is there also, like, without the context, they'd have to, basically they would have to cut the context into why she wants to be called Big Wendy into the show, or else Jeff is just arbitrarily calling, you know, a a, a woman Big Wendy, and that just, that might come off a little poor, too. Oh, so that's fair. So they gotta was, put in an extra say, 30 seconds of a story, and if I'm a producer, and I got this much good content just three episodes in, it's on the cutting room floor. What uh, what was the reasoning? What's what's the logic behind calling uh, War Dog War Dog? Didn't he just say that was his name? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't but know. But so did uh, so did Rick Devins, and he's not getting called War Dog. So true. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I think um, I don't know how you feel, but I'm a pro. This is a pro War Dog podcast, at least on oh, my end. Oh, easily, easily, easily. He's yeah, great. He's so absolutely fantastic. I would make exceptions for the man, too. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Um, just jumping back to the challenge. Yes. The uh, the puzzle at the end of it was a, like, I keep saying, like, pirate ship steering wheel because I'm an <laughs> idiot and I can't think of a more succinct way to describe that. But now you know what it is. And they had to put that crap together. And... The reason that it's interesting that David struggled so much in it is because I have it on good authority that he like 3D printed out some of the puzzles that he's seen people do on Survivor over the years and wow. practiced in between the last time and this time that he was on the show. Which, I mean, I didn't notice him at the ch- in the puzzles before, which probably means he was doing well. Um, but yeah, not not the best performance for him. But yeah. props for the commitment. Yeah, I mean it's a weird thing to commit your time to, but you know we're also <laughs> we're we're doing this podcast, and you know it's paying well now. But originally people called it weird. Um, but I mean I think that there's a I think there's an undue pressure on uh, returning players to step up in the puzzle portions of these challenges. Um, I think that they're supposed to have a little bit more composure. Uh, they're supposed to have a little bit maybe of an understanding. Maybe they've even done it. Some portions of these puzzles have been done before, so they might have actually physically seen how this happened. And it was Wendy, or no, I'm sorry, it was um, Kelly, Lauren, and David on that puzzle. Um, for their tribe, and it seemed like Lauren had the best idea how to do things, but she couldn't yeah. assert herself onto that puzzle. And yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was the tribe putting them up to it, or if it was them stepping up, but if it's them stepping up, um, I think it's a behavior that they're going to need to change very quickly if they want to make it to the merge. 
if it's them stepping up to do the puzzle, it goes against got nothing for you. Uh, commandment number three for surviving in the early game. Don't do not do the damn puzzle. Don't be yeah. the puzzle guy. No. No one's going to get mad at you if you suck ass at canoeing. Volunteer for nothing. Only say things that you can't do. This is, yeah, these are, we're, we're, we should actually oh. publish our commandments. We should, but yeah. If you say you can't do something, like if we, like the, um, in that challenge where they had to swim out, Devin, I would say, I don't think I should be one of the swimmers. <laughs> I'm not a great swimmer. We should put somebody else there. That is not a negative. It puts me in a different camp. I'm not volunteering right. to be a puzzle doer. If David says, you know, I want to do that puzzle, you better fucking nail that puzzle. Yeah, absolutely. What uh, what is your number one commandment? My number we'll, one. We'll, commandment? we'll work on a we'll work on a and publish a a joint uh, venture. But uh, yeah, what is your number one commandment for not getting voted out early? Be oh, for not getting out uh, early. Yeah. Oh, uh, first four uh, three episodes. I would actually say that that's that's it. Don't volunteer for anything in challenges, and that's really an episode one thing. So yeah. I'd have to like evolve past that that take. Right? Yeah, mine's mostly an episode one thing too. But I would just say shut the, shut the, shut the hell up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank Don't you. Talk. I mean, I was. That's. I think that's what I wanted to say, but couldn't figure out a way to say it so eloquently. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just let people come to you. People will come to you, and yep. just agree with them. Right, move, yeah. Right. Move on, and then you mine's can sort it out later. Just shut up. Be a mute. I don't care. Shut up. Yeah. How do you think um, you would do at taking your own advice in that? Oh, awful. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, if I slept with one grade of sand under my under my ass, I would be in a foul mood for a week. Yeah. So you guys know uh, I do a podcast, right? I know yeah. all the moves. <laughs> anyway, uh, we went to tribal council at Wise Ass. And <laughs> as we went into tribal council... I just want to play out uh, something kind of like I played out that Reem Keith conversation earlier. Yes, please. But I'm gonna narrate a little more. Okay. Hey, Rick. Let's get <laughs> let's get Kelly up. You know what, David? That's a really good idea. Let's get Kristen on that. Hey, Chris, we're gonna get Kelly up. Whatever you do, don't tell War Dog. Summarize what happened next. Chris tells War Dog. War Dog tells Kelly. Chris goes home. Yeah. Clockwork. It's exactly what David said was gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, you you have stolen one of my big takes, but I mean, maybe that's just how big it was. Chris's fatal mistake was not listening to to the veteran David. They they, yeah. they had a big plan in place, and he valued his relationship with War Dog over he valued, you know, really David's advice. I would say, right? And it, I mean, who could have ever predicted that War Dog would have flipped the game on his head like that, and Kelly would have done that, but. Man, like, uh, I think it that's going to be tough of, for him to get past looking back at this season. It's it's such dude, an easy what if. I think, I think, the series of events that led to him going home is like the worst like half episode of Survivor that you and I have seen since we did the podcast because there were so many ways out of it. Right, and I guess you don't guarantee that they worked, but he 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 did everything wrong. Up to a point, and then he tried nothing to fix it. So, David, these two people that he's closest with in the game, and in my opinion, maybe he thought he was closer to the War Dog, so maybe that's true, but um, two people he's close ish in, with in the game. Okay, we have a plan. Don't do this one thing. He does the one thing, but he could have he could have done that one thing where he told War Dog in so many different ways. He could have been like, Rick and Dave want to get 
Kelly out, what do you think of that? Or at any point in time, be like, yep. you know what, dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to try and pull one over on you. This is actually their idea. Or a tribe yep. will just make anarchy. But I guess, you know, it was a blindside, so I didn't really know. Yeah, I don't think he had any clue, which I think speaks to kind of what you were talking about. He had, that. you, you brought up a great point. Because what ended up happening was Dave and Rick were the two swing votes. They really got to decide, is it Chris or is it Kelly? Um, and the original scenario that presented itself could have been him and War Dog are the swing boats between, I think at that time it was um, Wendy and Kelly. Yeah, Wendy and Kelly. Right? And so they could have swung it that way. Um, and so not being able to effectively communicate that with War Dog or not understanding your relationship with War Dog, or he could have singularly been the swing boat. He didn't even need to bring him into this. Right, right. There were a lot of just very small mistakes that could have been avoided. Um, I just think it speaks a lot about War Dog, though. You know, when he he trusts his instincts and he goes. You know, he, yeah. we saw he didn't get Wendy out, but as soon as Wendy didn't listen to him, he was like, you know what? She's going to be tough to work with. I think we should get Wendy out. Uh, you know, he tells Wentworth and he goes, oh, shit. And like you said, Chris says, it's my idea. Let's get Wentworth out. Wentworth hears that, pitches it to War Dog, and he's like, who do I trust more in that instant? Kelly right. over Chris. It's Kelly. I'm going with Kelly. Chris is out. We'll get the numbers. And yeah. I mean, it... it I think he yeah, it was so harsh. Too. It was so harsh because he didn't really make that oh. <laughs> big of a mistake. And yeah, he totally. got punished relentlessly for it. Um, and, and yeah, I was impressed with War Dog, too, because then he goes, presumably, I don't believe they showed this. Uh, if they did, I missed it. Um... He goes around and grabs Rick and says, "Hey, let, like, let's get Chris out. He's gotten for Wentworth." And Wardog only does that because Chris never said that it was Rick's idea. And then Rick goes and grabs Dave and is like, "Yo, we gotta do this so we save face." And they think that we're still with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then next week it's working out Wendy, and then hopefully they can get Wendy to work with them and whatever, whatever. Still again, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that it was a. Um you know, because there was, how how um how certain were you of this result of the vote? Did you like what what percentage of you thought Wentworth might be going home? Oh, um, like going into it. Yeah, like thirty percent. Okay, I was more fifty fifty. I thought. Yeah. I I thought that, you know, I mean, I, knowing David and seemingly knowing Rick, I thought they'd be able to think ahead. The the the, the latest um, kind of trend in Survivor is do a tribe swap and do three teams to kind of really mix things up. That's happened now. Now it's going to happen for the third straight season, but it's happened the previous two and 15 is the number that you would do it on. And that's what they would have been at. I thought that Wentworth knowing that they might not get another shot until after the merge and they might not even be together at that point. I thought that, that there was some legitimacy there, uh, in in taking her out. Um, but I thought it was a big episode for Rick because he, he he mentioned he didn't want to be in a position where he had to make the decision. He didn't want to be the swing vote because he wanted to kind of live on the periphery. Uh, and if he if the vote was going to be Wendy or um, Wentworth, basically, you know, he would basically be showing his hand to War Dog and Aloran and like you know coming out with a move. Now, this is all War Dog and Kelly's plan, and he fell in line with it despite the fact that he ended up actually making the call. Yeah. So. He gets to stay in the background while getting a result that he wanted. They're getting rid of a major physical threat, even though, you know, without the tribe merge, that would have been a really poor decision. But that, that may, might have been why they did it anyway. 
Right. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Wait, sorry. Did they... I, I didn't watch the preview for next week. They're, they're yes. definitely going to three tribes. Yes, yes. They are dropping their buffs, and we are going to three tribes. That's interesting. Um, my takeaway from the episode overall was because of two things. When they couldn't find the flint, David and Rick go down to talk to Wendy. You feel like David has a good idea that... She, or I got the vibe that David had a good idea that she actually had the flint and whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Comes back absolutely. up, covers for her. Also, Wendy asks... Rick to help her get rid of the chickens and Rick was like no but I won't tell anyone you know that you're thinking about doing that and then he never said anything about her stealing the flint or anything he said they both sort of covered for her on that front Mm -hmm. what I'm long way of getting to is I think their game plan is to roll with Wendy to the end and maybe one of them picks off the other one or something along the way, but I kind of think they might be the two dudes that just like want to go heads up against each other and know that Wendy is just fodder that they can bring with her. So it's early to sort of line that up, but I think that's their like ideal pattern if they could make it work. Yeah, a blatant misread on Wendy in that scenario. Uh, but if I, I do think that that is a that is a pretty likely scenario for what they want to do. Keeping Wendy around serves them. I think that she is somebody who, um, while seemingly sporadic, is somebody that is going to vote with the same people should nothing change about how those voting lines are drawn. Um, so I think as long as Rick, um, well, they actually have some work to do cause they didn't do it this time around. So as long as Rick and, um, you know, uh, Dave, excuse me, keep them close. Um, you know, I think they could do that, but again, they're gonna, they're about to get separated from her after not voting with her. Oh right, they, yeah, they yeah. might have we'll lost. See how her. that works out? They might have lost for her. sure, and she's not going to survive that. So we shall let's see. Um, I would go right into the West LA power move of the week, and just honestly, I think give it to myself for scoring fifty nine points oh, in the fantasy tribe this week, reasserting. My position as a threat in this game. Um, highest possible score of the contestants in, in the game because no one picked Wendy and the highest possible score would have uh, would have included her. Um, really just, I mean, your thoughts on my performance this week, Patrick. It was okay, you know. <laughs> um, you got, you, you, you pick some crybabies, you know, it's fine. Um, you know, I'm... My computer's frozen on this Google Sheet, and my initials aren't really on that first batch of you know, them, so I can't tell exactly how many points I am behind, but I'm confident in my guy Keith to ride it out on Extinction Island, cry a few times, get me some points, and the rest of my group to come along strong. I'm here for... I'm here for the long run. I'm here for longevity. Um, you know, I think you lost one of your big your big studs in Chris, uh, whereas I might have lost one of my lower players in Keith. So I'm I'm liking my chance to, to catch you down. But we got a fierce competition, man. You know, there's a there's a lot of people vying for the top spot, and it's only going to get tighter. Um, yeah, so maybe one person might make it, might not make it up there. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, just to just to give a shout out where it's due, a uh, good friend. Allie, friend of the pod, uh, mm. hold serve after her perfect week last week. She was, uh, I think, the third highest score this week. So, wow, she is still in first place, um, setting the pace with a dominating performance this week. Devin George uh, scurries his way into second place, followed by Patrick, your pride and joy, in third. Mm. Yeah, she's she's keeping our household above water right now. The, uh, so we'll we'll 
we're, 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 a joint, we're a joint effort here. So you can actually add our points together. I think we might be in first. Actually, no, don't do that because you and Leah would beat us. So anyway, my West Nail power <laughs> move of the week is going to go to Aubrey. And for a very specific reason. There are a lot of reasons you could give it to Aubrey. But my very specific reason is not telling Joe about the idol. And normally, I don't think that that is um, a... I think there's situations where you can do it, but I also, generally speaking, that is one of my there. It's it's one of my uh, it's one of our ten commandments. But for me, it has a slight asterisk because for her, I think it would have made sense to tell Joe that she had an idol if they had lost the immunity challenge because it was going to be six on three. They were going to have to shake something up. The more heads together and the more strategy together, the better chance they might have to do it. Um, right. But she found that thing before. Before the um, immunity challenge, she knew how bad her situation was, and she could have very easily been excited, and as we've seen in a lot of recent seasons, gone to Joe, gone to Aurora, and said, look, we've got our shot out of this, don't worry. And she didn't need to do it because they ended up winning the immunity, and now they have a tribe swap. And so she gets a clean slate with an idol in her pocket, and nobody knows about it. And that's why I'm giving, there's a lot of reasons, really good episode for Aubrey. Take back most of what I said last week. Whew. That's a great yeah. take. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very, great... very happy with her performance because I, I felt let down last week, and she redeemed herself, and maybe even more this week. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I agree with everything. Um, super, super smart. I didn't really even think about her telling Joe about it. So, uh, agree, agree with all those points. Happy for her top scorer this week. Um, so, yep. so all, all good, uh, good stuff. Um, Okay, so just to give the people a, a little bit of an update, you are yes. uh, well, I would say well into the bottom half, uh, bottom third really even of the standing. So we'll see yeah. We'll see about this uh, alleged. You can't see me now, but I'm dancing. Yeah, no, you can't. I'm just, I, sorry, I'm actually scrolling so, so far. Uh, all right, that's a great episode. Um, thank you guys so much. Got nothing for you. Number four on Boom. Twitter and Instagram is uh, Patrick. Um, got nothing for you. F O R. Oh, gotta keep so guessing. The Instagram uh, is for the letters. Anyway, thanks so much. Talk to you next week. Until next time, got nothing.